we don't want to get into another situation like last time. All right. I got my intro ready. What's this? Hey, yeah, that looks Your Honor. Do you know anything about it? No. Oh, with uh, Cranston. Yeah, he's a... Uh, he is a judge, and his son, like, kills somebody accidentally. Hmm. Um, all right. Let's see if this works. I'm going to be so pissed if it doesn't. All right, you ready? Yes. We're here today to continue a beloved annual tradition, the official presidential pardon of a very, very fortunate turkey. Because Thanksgiving is a special day for turkeys, I guess, probably for the most part, not a very good one when you think about it. Probably for the most part, not a very good one when you think about it. Thank you, Horn. Thank you, Horn. Thank you, Horn. Thank you, Horn. Yes, this is podcast. Corn and just in case we needed him, cop. Corn and cop. That's not too hard to Probably remember. For the most part, not a very good one when you think about it. Corn, I hereby grant you a full heart. Thank you, Corn. You are listening to yes. This is podcast. There it is. The big wow. intro. Wow. I feel like I'm on Pod Save America. Now. <laughs> really? <laughs> really well done. <laughs> Thank you. I spent probably two hours, no, maybe about an hour, just ripping the audio is the pain in the butt. Yeah. But th- I've been obsessed all week. You are loving. Thank you, Corn. Thank you, Corn. <laughs> oh, I can't get enough. I mean, at the risk of turning this show into a morning zoo, I mean, I could not get enough of. Um, Thank you, Corn. <laughs> I mean, I had, I, I spent so much Probably time with the these clips. Part, not a very good one when you think about it. This was a good one, too. Who was Cobb? Turkey. I missed that. Turkey. He was the other turkey. Turkey. He pardoned two turkeys? <laughs> he did. Wow, okay. Do you want to hear it again? <laughs> no, nah, I think we you don't want, let, it. Okay, fine. Well, if you want to hear that, I'll put it on the uh, site. Anyway, what day is it? Slatter Day. Slatter Day. That's when we all gather around, <laughs> we watch, we put our Mad Men DVDs <laughs> out, right. and we all get around, and we... Say our whatever's to John Slattery, but anyway, we're here. We made it. Do I sound hot again? Always. Oh, yeah. continual. I know. Well, it, it's when I edit it, I sound better. But you know, it's that feedback that uh, <laughs> I get from people saying, "Hey, you're a lot louder than everyone." And I say, "I did it like that on purpose." You've been getting that your whole life, though. So nothing. That's true. Nothing new. I guess you're right. So it's Saturday night. The last Saturday in November. True. You look comfortable. Maybe you don't. I don't know. You have eh, a fist for we'll some see. reason. <laughs> <laughs> Scott has his fist all up and down. Up. I look forward to this. Yeah, I do too. I mean, it's kind of been a good replacement for hanging out when you can't really, in good faith, kind of hang out anymore. Mm-hmm. But I feel safe here, though. It's a safe place. This is a safe space for Ooh. maybe just <laughs> you guys. But um, we're here. We, this episode, I think, is the most structurally sound. I think this is infrastructure week for podcasting. Okay. I think Slats. you're just basing that off of your intro that you made. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking my plan was I would say, hey, okay, does that intro make it another week or do I got to make another one? Do I retire it or we make another or I keep going? It's pretty topical for the week. I know. It was really topical. Yeah. Extremely. I, uh, I did like it. Yeah, well, I'll put that up as a separate thing. And you can condense it a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I 
everything was separate. I took like a bunch of songs and cut them out. And the original song I had ending it was like a cave-in song, and it was really dark and kind of scary. And I'm like, this is already scary. I don't want to make it worse. <laughs> Thank you, Corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I told every... It's funny that these things happen, and they're forgotten about. But also, so much shit, but tons yeah. of people don't see it either. No. It's so like, my parents didn't see Thank I You, I wouldn't Corn. have seen it if you hadn't emailed me. Oh. Emailed us. Well, see, uh, being online all day is you get... And I don't actively seek it out. It's people that are literally posting it saying, look what this idiot did. Yeah. I mean, imagine watching that and being like, he did a very good job. <laughs> he <laughs> and, really did a good job with those turkeys. Yeah. And 18 hours later, he pardoned Michael Flynn. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I don't get it. But people love it. It's his favorite thing to do, too. Of course. And here's a little, little pull back the curtain is that both turkeys are very sick. And they're going to die shortly anyways. Oh, no. You can't eat them. Thank you, corn. Yeah, thank you, corn. Let's see. Can we get a... What did he pardon again? That didn't work. Oh, well. Right, we'll edit that out. Um, I wanted to make a soundboard, but I'm like, Emily is going to be so sick of these quotes. So What quotes? Oh, the thank you? Why me? I don't know. I don't think <laughs> Scott has a choice. So you, you can say, I don't want to hear it anymore. Scott would be the one to say that, though, not yeah. me. You have all the sway. You got the pull. That is not true. Untrue. I got one comment on the lap that said that you're very PC. I, I she strives unfortunately, to be. I don't strive to be. I just am the wet blanket of the podcast <laughs> who has to PC police. I don't think you are a wet blanket. I think you keep us in check, and it's like, I mean, you ha someone has to. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I had... I get the lucky job. I, I know that I'd probably put my job in jeopardy if I, if I didn't have anybody else. <laughs> if it was you and Tony, definitely. I have no idea what he would want to do. I can't even... He would have games. They would be... Uh, he surprised me lately with his Brighton Hove Albion fan. He, he loves his cartoons. Oh, did you see the last one? I did. I'll tell you what. We can't even <laughs> say what it was, but like it might have been his most creative one. He's not lacking ideas. The soccer ball is a time bomb. It was good. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, part. it had a fuse coming out of it. Jesus. He's doing pretty good, Tony. The boy's not, a time bomb. He is. Black cat, black hat, Cadillac. Yeah. The boy's a. I should have that ready to go, but. Uh, okay. Is this. Okay, so this falls was under Panther. in a negative way? I don't Probably. think so. I, I think okay. that. I think p some people have this like sick idea that me and Scott can run wild if we wanted to, which is probably true. But yeah, like more your style than mine. Though. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I didn't have I, I if I didn't have. We'd have to wipe the walls here. down every week. <laughs> we would. Mm -hmm. Those lights would be off. Those pictures. <laughs> I wouldn't need screws to get those things to stick to the wall, <laughs> folks. Okay, is this banter? Does this know. fall it's under something. banter? We've had such a strong start. We're actually recording good. That's okay. good. Um, still seething after that mistake last weekend. Well, it was fine. I know. It, it was barely noticeable, and it probably helped streamline things, but yeah, it was never going to let that happen again. <laughs> Emily, what do you drink him? I want to make a thing It's like, in a deep voice, would be like, what's in your glass? Well, that's you this week's the, uh, audio project. You Maybe. have the skills now. I have a f multiple beverages, as I do. Okay. One is a craft cider artifact wild thing. Okay. It's is okay. it wild yeast? No. I do. There is a cidery that I really like that does wild yeast. Mm -hmm. um, graft. 
Okay. And then I got a ginger seltzer and a tea. Okay, cool. Scott? Ooh, covering all your bases. That's how I roll. Graft is a weird... When I hear graft, I think skin graft. And I don't want to think know. about that. It's not a great name. Imagine, imagine, needing a skin, imagine getting a skin graft and then spilling cider on it. How badly that would hurt. Ouch. <laughs> that would sting. Ouch. That'd be a very stingy feeling. <laughs> it might be the name of the location. Let me look. Go ahead, Scott. What do you got? This week, we got another Barrel House Z offering, Adeline Imperial Stout. Okay. Eight 8.5%. 8.5? Yeah. It's very dark. Cool. My girlfriend just sent me a text, and all it says is, remember the bag of donuts. Joey? No question mark. Uh, I don't know. No question mark. No period. No dot, dot, dot. But anyway. Well, Barrel House Z. No dot, dot, dot is a good thing. Remember the bag of donuts? I, I, dot, I, did dot, you dot. buy these weeks ago when they're moldy, or... Did I buy donuts that I have in the oh, cabinet? Oh, I thought she was telling you to remember them. Like you were I don't know. Over tomorrow. I don't, don't have, forget the donuts. I don't have donuts. I thought you ate them and you were having a remembrance. No, I don't know, but I'm drinking Barrel Brothers, New England IPA, non-alcoholic, very hazy, very tasty. Looks pretty good. It is. It's uh, See, I... I we remember talk- when we could share drinks? Those are the days. Those are the days. Well... The thing about when you brew a non-alcoholic beer, there's like two ways. There's like three ways to get rid of the alcohol. One is to like boil it at a very low temperature. That some reason I think it creates less sugar. I might be wrong. The other way is to remove it with like cold, cold water, because that like I think you can almost freeze the alcohol and then like scrape it off in a way. Weird. Or you scrape off the alcohol doesn't freeze. That must be it. And then the whatever freezes is. So you can just dump the, the alcohol off yeah. of the frozen. And the third way is with chemicals. And I've had the beers that are with chemicals, and they're very, very bad. Yeah, that sounds I've like I've thrown away so many, but they're not very expensive, so it's not a big deal. But this one, Barrel Brothers, this beer is called State-Sponsored Juicing. Maybe they'll sponsor the uh, the podcast. I nice doubt it, though. lacing. It's got nice glass. lacing. It's very hazy. It kind of has a – they use strata hops, I can tell, because I can taste them. If you smell that, just give it a – tell me if you smell coconut. I s- like a mango almost. Yeah, like something a, tropical. Yeah. Mm. It's very good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what's in our drink. Maybe we'll retire the segment. The drink the segment. The drink segment. Yeah. So this is the Unless last one. Unless we have something special to talk yeah. about. Yeah. We'll have the Patty Falls Off the Wagon segment. I was yes. think we'll be planning that one probably in the new year. Um, all right, Scott, go to the next topic. I just wanted to send some thanks out to Emily last week because I feel like we did not thank her at the end of the podcast for the Talking Heads, which was a wonderful episode that I really enjoyed. It was a lot of fun. I don't think I need thanks. I think I need to apologize to Pat for being Uh so aghast at the fact that he hadn't listened to the Talking Heads. I disagree. I think this proves that you are (laughs) correct in your It's uh, just annoying when people say that, though. Like, if you're like, oh, I haven't seen that movie yet, and people are like... What's like, wrong with you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I was. And it's you dumb bastard. <laughs> You've never seen that? Well, Talking Heads have a huge discography, and they're uh, kind of like an arty group. I can see mm-hmm. where that would be a blind spot in most people's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be that person to give you shit if you didn't hear <laughs> Certainly. I mean... That was your brand for a long that, time. Yeah, that was my brand, and I don't know what my brand is now, but my brand right now, two collared shirts. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. So, yeah. You switched I, out the hat, though. Couldn't get the headphones on. I was, uh, this is my sun hat. Actually, I can wear it like this. Cool. There'll be a video component someday. Um, no, there won't be. That was my one. <laughs> um, well, can we, uh, 
What do you want to say about earthquakes? There was another one. There was another one. Mm-hmm. It's two in what, three weeks? Did you feel either of them? I felt the first one. I, I felt neither. Neither did I. The boys' chat got pretty lively as soon as the quake hit. It did. Yeah, the Rainham, Rainhamites. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, um, uh, the first one, I was in the middle of yelling at children. And okay, it was you're really wrong? Hard to, yes, oh, yeah, okay. this time. <laughs> sure. Uh, so I, that kind of folded. It feels like an earthquake internally. Oh, you know? I hear you. So, <laughs> and then this other one was a little smaller. I didn't even, it didn't even register. Nope. Um, think it's going to be a thing going forward? We're just going to start uh, the Northeast earthquakes? is going to start having... I hope not. I don't like earthquakes. I think they are foreboding, and it's not a Our good buildings aren't, aren't meant to withstand them. Mm-mm. Not this one. You don't want to be seven floors up for that. A brick building? <laughs> Hell no. Um, yeah, I don't know. My big joke. You want to hear my big joke about the earthquake? I, I do. do. Uh, you know it already, and you didn't like it. Um, so the earthquake <laughs> was on the south coast. It was in... Fall River, New Bedford area. Yeah, that area. That's where I work. Sure. Predominantly uh, Portuguese area. So I'm already not going to like this. It joke. was a good <laughs> thing that the earthquake was in that area because all the Portuguese people were already in their basement because that's where they all hang out. It's true. Every <laughs> so that nobody was hurt. That was joke. loud. It's the good joke. <laughs> um, all right, let's class it up a little bit. Okay. All right, let's. Uh, Let's talk about, have you seen The Queen's Gambit? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just finished yesterday. Okay. Scott? I have. Did so you like it? I got to take this fucking You had watched it when, Pat? I watched it like two weeks ago. Pretty okay. right when it came out. No, not right when it came out. Okay. I uh, Netflix doesn't have a good track record with, with like original content. In no. their mind, they do. Yeah, but it's really streaky. It's, it's or not streaky. Um it's Spacey? hit or hit or miss. Is it's probably. hit or miss. Yeah. What what is it? Hit or miss or streaky? It's definitely not streaky. <laughs> yeah, like for example, for a season of Stranger Things, very good. Mm-hmm. Mindhunter, one of the better shows ever. In my we opinion. love it. We love. Do we love Mindhunter? People, we love it. Never seen it. Uh, seen one episode. Really? Yeah. Bailed after one. Jonathan Groff wasn't enough for you. He was he in the first episode? He's in. He's in the whole. He's the star. I think so yeah. Yeah. It was just, it's dark. You have to get in the right mindset, and I'm not always there. You got to hunt your own mind <laughs> exactly. before you can mind the hunter. That's very true. I get it. Um, like, I never watched House of Cards. I think House of Cards kind of sucked, and that might have been their first. It started off good. The first season was good. Yeah. It was kind of like the first, like, binge show. Yeah. So, I, I don't. It's but then not, Kevin Spacey kind of got canceled, and it was like... Kind of. And then he got off Still the holding on hope that it's not a full cancellation. He's hanging by a thread. He is. Is he? I think he's gone. He's and, way and gone. In Pat's mind, he's hanging by a thread. Hanging by a thread. <laughs> Pat um, has a higher threshold for cancellation. He does not fall under the dude, the dude's <laughs> rock, sort of. I don't know what you'd call it, but... Queen's Gambit, I thought... See, okay, let's take a few steps back. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Maniac? No. Did you watch Maniac? Yeah. So Maniac was a show that it wasn't based off of like a book or anything. Your wires okay? Let's go. So, but Netflix made that show based upon like what their research, their R&D department said was popular. So, okay, Emma Stone, Jonah Hill. We love them. Uh, I've never even heard of this. Time travel. Who directed it? The guy that did uh, the first season, uh, uh, Carrie Fung- Fung- Fukunaga? Yeah. Okay. So they just took all these time travel. Uh, it, it had elements of like Black Mirror. It had 
it's loud. Um, it, it just, it was like this laser focused show meant to like check off all these different genres. I didn't, I thought it was okay. I didn't love it. I liked it. I don't remember anything from it to be honest, no. but a lot of colors. Totally missed me. J- Justin Theroux shows up. Yeah, and like there's been other shows too. They've had there's that Paul Rudd show that he had. He's like a like a robot. Tom Brady was in it. Oh no, that's a different show. But you're talking. No, is that a different than Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd was in this other show where I can't remember the name of it, but he was in the one where he's like a clone of himself. But there was one before that. But these are all just. He had two Netflix. Yeah, look it up. Unlimited funds Netflix has, (laughs) but Queen's Gambit. I thought teetered on that because um, the, the blueprint for the show is obviously Mad Men 100% well it was a book it's based on it's a novel without Mad Men I don't think this gets made because it, it's not it didn't really for, it's kind of weird that it's like a, it's completely fictional yet it plays like historical type thing yeah I didn't realize it was fictional for a while yeah it's very fictional (laughs) um i thought it was good i thought she was great but i both like the child and the adult actress were both really good yeah i mean i I hate to bring it back to this but this was not a dude's rock show this was women rule show they're they're doing really well on this one it was (laughs) actually like one 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 (laughs) it was actually like an ode to male female friendship yeah they're all rooting around at the end yeah i yeah, mean that scene was ridiculous i liked the ending i liked that that they were all there for her in the end you thought it was ridiculous yeah why all the guys that she's banged and or cucked just get together <laughs> just to root, two root it was like four of them in that room yeah but Benny. it's only two that she has mm. slept with and or spurred advances of yeah Maybe. Yes. Um, yeah, the other well, two guys were just friends. They were friends. And the other two guys that were there were also just mm. friends. I didn't like it. It was very Hollywoody. It Was the author a male? I, I think so. Yeah. Weird to write from that perspective. Because I saw a tweet that it was like, it was a screenshot from the show and it was her, like, in her underwear, like, on the couch with, like, bad posture and a beer. And it was, like, what men, how men think women, like, melt down. And it was, like, yeah, yeah, like, what are we doing here? But it was a, it was a good show. It was good. It was well, good. I liked it a lot. It made me want to play chess. Hell yeah. Yeah. Not uh, a lot of dialogue. She does a lot of face acting. Yeah. It's a lot of her, like, emoting, posing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I mean, she did a great job of, like, playing different ages. Mm-hmm. I think that that's... That's uh. There's a lot to be said for that. Will she yeah. get a nomination? I don't know. Definitely. You think so? Yeah. Scott. Probably. It's a huge show. Mm-hmm. Netflix is claiming 800 million people watch it's it. It's the that, most popular lies, Netflix show. But, but um, I find that very hard to believe. Why? Because th- first of all, they can say whatever they want. Second of all, Stranger Things season one was like the biggest buzz I've ever seen. Yeah, for but a Netflix think show. about where we are in the world right now. We're in a pandemic. True. Probably every Tiger King was, I thought, a little more in the zeitgeist. Yeah, maybe, but that's a different genre. That's true. So this is Netflix's most popular miniseries. Yeah, that was I don't a docu series. But it's really good. It's short. Yeah. Every a, every episode, none of them felt too long. Aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. All the like the things that you hope happen do happen. I don't want to give anything too much away, but yeah, it it, it was good. I. I think this is a show everyone can enjoy. There's very, very rarely a show that 
hits that Venn diagram of my circles that I run with and then my parents and then it's right in the middle. Yeah, Queen's that's a Venn gambit. diagram. But <laughs> good job. I guess my big question is will there be a king's gambit? Something for the fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing that up this week. <laughs> uh, yep. Um just this week, huh? <laughs> did you get any feedback from the last episode? No, I didn't really. I didn't really. I somebody I know listened to the Taylor Swift one and I didn't ask them to get specific, but they're a big Taylor Swift fan, so I, I'm sure they hated it. Um, <laughs> there, uh, there's a folklore documentary on Disney Plus now. I listened to some of the album on it's on Spotify, the Pawn Sessions. Okay. Uh, that's it. She, it's Bonnie Vare. Do you ever say it that way? I always say Bon Iver, but I know it's Bonnie Vare. Okay. Yeah, I. I've um, never heard anyone say but he it. he's not there he's not there for the live performance, but mm-hmm. he does like Skype in or whatever. And he sings over Skype? Yeah. Hmm. Or however they maybe they just had okay. a camera there and they yeah. synced it up. But yeah, interesting. Overall it was pretty good and you got to hear explanations on all the songs and how they put it all together. Okay. And where you were saying you thought it was only done as a fall album and trying to play up the commercialization <laughs> of it. None of that comes out at I all. I still don't get where you got the fall album goddamn cardigan that's the only thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) did you see the capital one commercial she's in no have you seen it no so it's for capital one so i'm guessing she did this for free and uh just kidding she probably got paid millions (laughs) and she's like i don't know what the joke is but she's in a closet and it's all cardigans and she picks one while Cardigan plays. And you just smashed your tv yeah you just don't like cardigans no and i was buying uh i bought some side tables at Lowe's and Cardigan was playing. So I did what anyone would do when I broke a mirror when I was there. <laughs> um, I don't want to make this my personality hating Taylor Swift. Uh, too late. It's coming, <laughs> coming through strong. Um, someone hated when I said that, they, another comment was that they hated when I said that Taylor Swift was pandering to fall the season. I'm like, yeah, that is pretty fucking, <laughs> that is pretty insufferable. Like that someone would say that. You, yeah, that's your thing. That's you. <laughs> it's nice to have all my foibles and what makes me annoying on fucking archived. We can mm-hmm. always go back and check. Um, all right, sports talk. This is stale news at this point because it's just not going to happen. But Too expensive for Jack Grealish. Yeah, I mean, he's a good but not great player. And so what the report was Pep says he wants him at Man City. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to mute your headphones? or? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think it's just there was the same rumor last year with Liverpool. It just pops up when your team is. When yeah, team, when he's playing well, mm-hmm. everyone's going to want him. But, yeah, if it's a $60 million, $60 million pound release clause, way too much. Yeah. I, I mean, even if you watch him play, you know he's not worth that much. More relevant is Diego Maradona's death. Rest in peace. Emily, do you know Maradona at all? Only the past week, past mm. two days. <laughs> okay. Argentinian soccer legend. Yeah. Scott, have you ever seen him play in America? No. 94, he played in Massachusetts, right? Did he? Did they play at Gillette? I th- well, no. Was it Foxborough then? Yeah, I think. I saw someone. I'm like, not sure. I didn't go to any of those World Cup games. I thought there was a, a slight chance that you would have. but wanted to. Funny that you could be so successful yet be kind of fat. I always thought that was pretty amazing. Low center of gravity. Okay. And he's really explosive. Fast, agile. I watched the clip of him doing a line after he scored a goal in a uh, 
what do they call it's not a friendly it was i guess it was a friendly it was like his retirement friendly okay. from italy he scores a goal he love, a he love cocaine uh buying cocaine in the dugout i guess is what they call it as a manager as the manager and well, then he someone, said it was the 80s right no this was this like was t- two years ago oh. yeah uh it's kind of sad but there was a lot of think pieces online this week about how hey it sucks that this guy's dead but here's why here's some bad stuff he did can we just get the fuck over that like everybody does I bad stuff i didn't see a lot of that I, I saw that exactly what i said as sort of like a disclaimer for what people were saying okay but i mean no I, he was so revered in the in the football world yeah i mean jesus flipped over those gambling tables sure and he's still uh people still like him so that's my take okay uh no it's sad i mean th- i saw some of the murals and he he played for inter napoli fuck okay um <laughs> he played for Na- i should have known that because they're like the blue watch the fucking team. documentary i will i will it's really uh, good there were murals that were like incredible. I mean, I, it, there's nothing better than when an athlete gets a mural. It's like my favorite thing because they're just—I don't know—they look great. There's a Muhammad Salah. There was a Muhammad Salah uh, mural in New York a few years ago, and it's like the context of it. It barely—it's barely there. I mean, I, I guess if you follow soccer, you know who he is. But yeah, um, it's sad about Maradona. Sixty, you know, sixty. He He's lived young. a hell of a life. He did. Mm-hmm. Again, a lot of cocaine a lot of cocaine couldn't quite kick it um but yeah so uh let's all do a bump for diego <laughs> emily do one um all right so let's see where we're at in time all right we're doing pretty good uh scott's pick of the week for television how to with john wilson oh this is what you guys were talking about yeah, yeah. okay this so this is an air. I never no idea bring what this up off air stuff on air so this I'm is an hbo max show okay. uh just aired its last episode last night five episodes they're all about 25 minutes each and john wilson he's (laughs) how would you describe him um quiet thoughtful nebbish nebbish. i mean nebbish nebbish uh bookish he walks around new york maybe autistic with our camcorder and a dumb microphone, like it doesn't even look like this. It's it looks one of like those, a, like uh, almost like a like a white. What would be connected to like a tape recorder in like the seventies? Okay. So he gives this to anybody he interviews, and they hold it. Um, you don't really see him much, but when you do, it is a little jarring. It's like found footage. He records everything. What's and, the premise of the show, though? Just so how like to, a people of New York. So type the thing? first one is how to. I don't even remember. The second one's how to... How to make small talk is the first one. And then there's how to something with scaffolding. How to scaffolding. make risotto. <laughs> how to make risotto. <laughs> how to make scaffolding was one of them. Huh. He just kind of... It can't be so described. So he, he uses that as an overall premise, and then he kind of dives into stories. And kind of each episode, he ends up finding one per person who just like takes him away on something different. And then he ends up flipping that and turning it back into his overall theme. Um, it's very much an Emily show. Hmm. Okay. It's very thoughtful and it's kind of It's also sad. a good New York show. It, it ha- I'll tell you what, I've watched a lot of shit in the last nine months. This kind of does a great job of how you felt in the beginning of the pandemic. The way they threaded that in in the last episode, mm-hmm. I thought was like... So was he filming this like right up before until about, the shutdown? No, like up in New York was one of the first places to shut down. Yeah. It was like the first week. And that's the last episode. Yeah. Okay. So he had been filming before that. Um, 
But he shows you, he writes down everything he does every day. He's been writing it for like 15 years. And he just has like a like grid paper. Hmm. And it's just tiny writing. Who is he? I don't he, know. He, I don't know. I never had heard of him before, but... He used to film info live infomercials. Like, yeah, it's really weird. I don't. You, can you? <laughs> do you have HBO Max? Through uh, I have through a friend. friend. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Please are coming. Um, I recommend it. It's quick. You don't have to pay a complete attention to it. Yeah, you do. So you do because when he's describing his story, he's showing you scenes that's, from around that's New York. True. I'm sorry, you do have to. Okay. And the way that he says things and then the images that line up with it are all really interesting. And they're kind of like their own little mini show. Okay. Uh, you'll really like it. Do you like New York shows? Like Odes to New York? Yeah. Um, so I can't you, think of one off the top of my head. Do but you ever watch a show and you're like, hey, wait a minute. The main character's New York City. Is that your kind of show? <laughs> Sex in the City? Isn't that the whole the That shtick? comes up. That comes up big time in one yeah. of the episodes. It does. It does. <laughs> you Did watch you? Sex in the City? No. Oh. But... Uh, I've seen both movies. Oof. Yeah, not weird. bad. Weird. <laughs> it's, that's weird. That's another podcast. Um, Was this to impress a girl also? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. It, Maybe. I but, can see stumbling into the first one, but the second one, would you'd have to put some <laughs> into that, so it must have been. I don't remember. Call in if I've had <laughs> sex with you, and I, we watch Sex and the City. Um, <laughs> okay, let's. Do we want to talk about Ken Jennings? Is that, the email again. It was yes. Yes, this, this is, is podcast right. at gmail dot com. That's g m a i l dot com. Do you want to throw your phone number out there again? Five zero eight nine three zero one six five, and then Scott hit me with the deuce. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Alex Chebec still dead. Um, so Ken Wait, I, I do want to hear Scott's opinion on why Ken I might did, not be a like, long-time host. First of all, he is almost canceled this week. Why? What happened? Is it old just from tweets, the old tweets? Old tweets. See, I up. told you to clean up your Twitter, Pat. <laughs> I'm not and that. You if I get I'm canceled, checked. that means I was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Tugsy Loads. That's my name. <laughs> I'm not really worried about Tugsy yeah. Loads getting canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say? I don't There's know. nothing like okay. Um, Ken Jennings' old tweets. I thought they were pretty tame, but they were pretty was inappropriate. It a- ableist? Was that what There's it was? a difference ableist. between your tame, though, and the public's tame. That's true. <laughs> um, it was something like, isn't it sad when a hot person's in a wheelchair? <sighs> That's bad. That Yeah, and it's not funny either. And like, Were it, there more than that? That's the only one I saw. Um, I think there was the N-word, too. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> so is this why... No, this had nothing to do with it. This, <laughs> this, was is from why he, this is why I think he might not be the long-time host. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the real reason was from the Claire McNear book. And when you look at how Jeopardy started, um, as a response to like the quiz show thing we were talking about, where they were given the answers and everything, Alex never has any contact with the people outside of like that five minutes at the end of the show. That's mm-hmm. it. And Ken is friendly with all these contestants. Everybody knows him. He's on the trivia circuits. So it's going to bring up ethical issues uh, as far as the gaming laws are concerned. So that's a worry. He also a, has that's ample worry. other opportunities. I mean, I think that this, it maybe 15 years he could be the long-term host. But he's got he's got his own gigs. He's pretty. Does he? Yeah, definitely. He's got books. Okay. He's, he's got a lot of stuff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if you know the other Very st- thorough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> email us. The Boston Globe did some shitty article about 
interviewing people about trying to get the president out of the White House. I liked it. <clears throat> I uh, just thought it was stupid. I mean, it, it's just... It is it is a joke at this point, though. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be no problem. It's going to be no problem getting out but of the But it's White just House. absolutely ridiculous the way he's behaving. So he, you have to write these jokey articles. I suppose maybe to like kind of get uh, it's people are definitely going to read it but like people are going to just make fun of it online which is like what i did that's what you're good at yeah but i don't know i just thought it was like what just, was your earthquake joke again uh i can't <laughs> say it <laughs> um all right did you see this tweet biden's flow of experienced and qualified cabinet picks are like democracy foreplay i can't wait for the orgasm on january 20th Ugh. It's a bad tweet. That's a bad tweet. Who put this in here? Which I one did. of you? Okay. I hated it. I, but yeah, guess. <laughs> I'm not finding the I'm finding these organically in the context of my Twitter feeds posting. Orgasmically? Them. Yeah. <laughs> this was like the one where someone tweeted uh they were like uh so be clear, like, on your agenda in reference to that tweet you put let's get the big blue tarp out. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, clean up on aisle my condo underneath me. <laughs> no, it was just a terrible tweet, and it's like, who's that for? I mean, his cabinet is going to be full of the some of the worst people in the country. Is Rahm Emanuel really going to get Transportation a spot? Secretary. Terrible person. Awful. Has anyone been officially announced yet besides the COVID task force? No. He, he's so already, it's all speculation. They, no, 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 I'm saying yes. Everybody oh. has been announced. A lot has. Like official. Yeah. I believe so. Somebody's tweet a couple months ago was, uh, do you know who Sarah Cooper is? No. Do you? Yeah, yeah, She yeah. does like the Trump She's parody. got a Netflix it, show. The tweet was like, I su- it was like, quote, I support Kamala Harris as the next VP. And Kamala. Then, Kamala, sorry. And uh, is that my door? It is. Yes. Someone's <laughs> knocking at my door? Yeah. We'll All put right, this hold, in pause. Hold on one sec. Authoritative knock, too. Very strange. I just had a knock at my door, and then I heard the elevator. We're going to need a podcasting please be quiet sign. <laughs> On air. Yeah. That, there you go. Can't they? Couldn't they? Maybe they heard my joke about, I don't know, everything. <laughs> and it was like, we got to figure out. That was really strange, though. PC brigade. Yeah. I, I've i never had. We're not being loud. No. I've never had anyone knock on the door for loudness. I parked in someone's spot one time, like the second night I moved in. Anyway, the joke of the tweet was like, hey, this woman's husband was like, I support VP Harris. And then the wife was like, do you want two blowjobs or three tonight? And it was, that's the same kind of vibe where it's like, these aren't good people. No. I don't know that's why. That's also a joke that you would make, though. Not in ar- a earnestly. <laughs> on Twitter, yes. Tugsy Loads would make a, <laughs> a joke in that vein. But I wouldn't use. I don't Let's pretend. go back to your talking heads joke. <laughs> but that's like, there's not, <laughs> maybe if like, maybe I'd make a joke about like, I want Bernie Sanders to eat my ass. <laughs> that's not a joke. <laughs> um, okay. Standing we, offer. All right. Let's see where we're at. I, I don't want the I one. need to know what this 9-11 fantasy <laughs> quest is. Did you see this online? No, I didn't. This was uh, a guy I follow who doesn't have a lot of followers. I don't know how I started following, but he, uh posited this question i'm scared about the door um if someone's gonna knock on it again that was a loud knock it was a loud knock i wonder see i had a package delivered and i wonder if that involves the package very strange but the package wasn't there it wasn't but maybe someone took it by accident 
and then they but it wasn't out the door uh, I, I i don't know i have no idea yeah. all right maybe so it's a ghost. yeah maybe so okay here's the 9-11 thing your current self is zapped back to september 2nd 2001 how much of 9-11 do you think you could prevent zero me as my 17 year old no self? but you're going back you it's you didn't it's your current self so you're, you're yeah, but your current you're you yourself right now. You know everything. Is this breach style? Yeah. It would be a Herculean effort for me to make any kind of impact. There's no I mean there was internet back then, but there's no cell phone use really. Like I'd have to somehow convince powers that be, mm-hmm. which I I was a slacker when I was seventeen. <laughs> no Were one you? would believe me. No one would believe it. Well, that's the thing. Also, it's like, what there were some credulous reports that still got ignored from like actual DOD officials. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why. Because it was a bad transition. Had a lot to do with it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Uh, Tying it in. Yeah. There was, that was, their transition was bad. And I think that uh, national security was in flux. But uh, do you think, what could you do? Maybe if the two of you were like. You're not 17. You're, you're yourself right now. Right. But you're. Oh, so I'm not going back to my 17 no, years. So I exist in this timeline as two people? <laughs> it's important. I, yeah, I guess you can use yourself. So, okay, I'll give it to you. I think all you can do is call in a bomb threat to the World Trade so Center. So I see what you're saying. Okay, you just go back. So I can go back in time and go right into New York or yeah, something. Yeah, it's September 2nd, though. Okay. So you do have nine days. I thought you meant like you go back to your former self, but you have all the knowledge of your present self. No. But in my scenario, it's uh, you can, you you could meet up with yourself if you want to. I think we put Mark Wahlberg on that plane. See what I, happens. I want to put Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> then we wouldn't get any Family Guy after the first season. Wow. Yeah. But that was a big part of our friendship. We would go watch Family Guy at Mike Rosada's. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So could you prevent nine eleven? No. I think all you can do is like put a bomb threat. But see, it would be. It would be just like there would be no. I don't think you can do anything. Yeah, n- none of the three of us could not do anything. <laughs> no, you'd need a connection. Yeah, and the so- and like they did know something was going to yeah. happen. Yeah, there was credible stuff out so, there. All right, we couldn't fix nine eleven. We tried. I do. I Jesus like Christ, cats! Scenarios. Maybe your though. cats were just going nuts. I I think that might have been what it was. The cats going nuts. Come up with another one of these for next week. I like okay, these. I like this one. All right, the next bit that I had. <laughs> do you see this one? What do you think of this when you read it? My uh, SCOTUS. Scott's pic- U.S. SCOTUS Scoundrel of the Week. I love the name. Thank you. See, when I envisioned I this podcast <laughs> back years ago, I said, it'd be great to get written down these dumb things you send in a one-line email and somehow... Get it to get some more traction. Turn so, it into a bit. So, yeah. So, Scott's U.S. SCOTUS, Scoundrel of the Week. Do you want to know who it is? Who? It's Andrew Cuomo. Because dun, dun, dun. the Roman Catholic Diocese versus, I'm sorry, Roman Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn versus Cuomo on the docket, 592, decided November 25th, 2020, application for injunctive relief granted. This was a bad case for, the, for America because- Ex- Break it down, yeah. Because, okay, the stay-at-home, okay, the religious gathering orders, Mm. the Supreme Court ruled that that was unconstitutional. Correct. So that's bad. ACB, baby. Mm Mm-hmm. ACB. Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She stinks. (laughs) 
Um, she does stink. She's terrible. Very smelly. Yeah, she <laughs> smells bad. Uh, Politics stink too. Mm-hmm. I hate Brett Kavanaugh's head. He's got a terrible head. He's just terrible all around. Yeah. Well, the thing about this case that was bad was that this is the noisiest <laughs> fucking. I, <laughs> what is going on? I know it's crazy. I hope this doesn't come. We st- we're doing great on time though, but they're not doing anything. Uh, I don't know where the sound is coming from. It's they were bouncing on a stool. Yeah, I think that just now it sounded like tin foil that, was being dragged was, across yeah. the room. <laughs> that was uh, cat food coming out of the automatic theater. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I thought it was like the fireworks from the CNN. No, 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 no. <laughs> I shouldn't address so foolishly. That's why it's really uh, throwing you off. It's throwing me <laughs> off, and the, the intro so out of the ordinary. Oh, Jesus. Is that in Paris? Yeah. Or Paris France, just, France. France just passed Paris. a law that any action against the police is like a terrible, it's like punishable by like jail time. Yeah, and that you, includes protesting. Uh, DeSantis threw out some of those in Florida. Really? Trying, yeah. He stinks. He's got another bad We're head. going full authoritarian, baby. I can't wait. <laughs> well, this case is crazy because it totally shows you how... Um, the court. I mean, you got the current administration got three justices on, which is crazy. And I was thinking back to it, and it's a shame that Obama didn't push harder for Merrick Garland. But it was so near the end of his term that, like, it's not surprising that it wasn't able to go through. But Merrick Garland sucks. Have you ever read about him? He's no. not a good. He's like one of these center guys. I've spent a lot of time reading about it this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was somebody that the Dems thought they would get to approve, and he just wouldn't. He they he probably would have been approved. Yeah, but they net, they said there was no hearing. But it was so close to the end because of Scalia dying. Well, wasn't like, this the whole like thing that months. Lindsey Graham was like enraged about that? Yeah, no, no, no president should have. I mean, if you even anyone, that's just one hypocritical. Like you can't even. Yeah, that's. That's just politics. I, I don't really... As they say. But, you know, Gorsuch has written dissenting opinions. Chief Justice John Roberts wrote a dissenting opinion about this. He's and been pretty he good was, lately. He has been good. And that was a... Uh, that's a George W. Bush guy. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't really care that much. I just like the title it's, I came it's up for. It's all... It's all sad. Yeah. And Samuel Lito, he's part of the Federalist Society, and he went on this rant a couple weeks ago saying how religious liberty is under attack... And, like, you're supposed to be an impartial judge. Abolish yeah. the Supreme Court. Why? What was his, like, what caused that him to say I that? I think the impetus was the stay-at-home orders having to do with religious gatherings. Hmm. And just in general, I don't know what the background of the federal society is, but, hey, who knows? This is a crazy world. Tony Luciano is its president. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see. What's the next thing on the docket? I think we're going into the music. Going, I, was there anything else I want to talk about? I, I had some. Let me just check my notes real Scott, quick. Scott, I thought this was all you, by the way. This uh, this agenda. Uh, we we kept adding to it. Yeah, pretty, it grew organically. Yeah. Um, Pat couldn't help himself. Well, there was a because the John Wilson thing. I saw that you put it on, but removed it. No. Oh, you maybe you updated it like right when I was looking at it. Maybe. I only saw that in the history. But anyway, let's move on to the actual topic at hand. When I played the intro, it left me vulnerable to some sound issues. Um, okay, what do you want to start with first? What, what? I guess we need to start from the beginning. Willie Nelson, Shotgun Willie. That's the record we picked along with Eric 
B and Rakim. 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 Oh, God. Like a short E sound. Paid in full. Paid in full. These are landmark records, I think, for two pretty important genres of music. Mm-hmm. Um, we came up with this on the fly, which I'm pretty impressed with. Uh, I, I tried to, I have no idea what we're going to do next week, but like, I wanted to do the same thing. I love the two opposite ends of the spectrum. It allowed me to bounce back and forth. I started with Willie Nelson. Um, why don't I play a little bit of that album? Start off with the title track. All right. The title track. Not my favorite track, but I definitely love the story behind it. Jesus Christ. Willie Nelson. Still alive after all these years. It is crazy. So he was 39 when this came out. Oh, my God. Did you see pictures of him from like when he was... Uh, I really like the album cover. I didn't get it till about yesterday. Do you get it? Yeah, it's a gun. Okay. <laughs> it's a shotgun. So do you know what this song's about? I have concerns about this song. I spent quite a really? bit of my research time on this song. He saw his... It's about his daughter being abused by her husband. And I don't know what he was going to do, but I'm sure it involved a shotgun. Referring to himself in the third person, which you got to love. That's what did what you I, find that was controversial? The KKK guy yeah, who he's friends so with? I, I felt like he was taking advantage of the KKK by selling them robes. That's one opinion. I don't know. I don't know what the did actual you, meaning is. I didn't dive into it enough. Okay. All right. We're getting ahead. I'm, this is my fault, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. What did you think of this album? You had never heard it before, right? I had I had heard this song. I had never heard any of it. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. This was probably my second favorite album that I've listened to after the uh, Cocteau Twins. Set, um, I forget which record by them, but... Uh, the, Heaven or Las the Vegas. Red yes, yeah. yes, exactly. What did you think, Scott? I didn't love it that much. I did like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I can never predict Scott. I, I thought he was going to hate it. I, I thought, No, I didn't hate it. I didn't think he'd hate it, but I didn't think he'd really have strong feelings about it. Um, I've been uh, just kind of grooving to it for a few days. Yeah. It's great background music. Mm-hmm. They got stories. I don't love it, but I like it a lot. What did you think? I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I really Whiskey River. Whiskey River. Yeah, I think that's my favorite. Yep. Tune. Whiskey River. Now, one of these songs I felt like I may have heard it covered before. I thought Stay All Night. Stay All Night. I yeah. heard it in some yeah. form or fashion. Yeah. Maybe you want to see if you can look that up? Yeah. Now, the background around this was that like his career was kind of fading at the time. Well, he was, he he was in a label dispute. Yeah, they wouldn't you had to pay $1,400 to get out of it. I think it's cool that it talked about... I didn't know... Willie Nelson, to me, is kind of like a Snoop Dogg-type character. The music, to me, is not as important or as well-known as him as like a punchline, in a way. Yeah. Smoking weed. Yeah. Another Living par- forever. Yeah. There's like 25 covers of this song. Okay. I don't know which one you would have heard, but... I guess I don't know if he wrote it himself, but I, I think Written that... Written uh, by Tommy Duncan and Bob Willis. Big Dunk. Bob Wills, I'm sorry. Tough loss for Everton today, by the way. Um, so, <laughs> I, I when I listened to this, I thought that 
I wouldn't. I don't know what outlaw country is. I guess. Yeah, I don't know how to distinguish it from like classic country. Yeah, this but this just was like, like the first outlaw country album. I guess if you're, it was one of the first. So yes. from what I read, it's more a breakaway from what Nashville was turning country into, which mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what that was. Yeah, but it seemed like it was really kind of rigid in what they accepted as country music. And so yeah. when Willie got to go smoke weed in New York and do his album, <laughs> he was like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is what came out. His voice is incredible. Yeah. I, I think his voice is probably... I just never respected him as a musician. I feel bad. Ryan Adams produced a Willie Nelson album a number of years ago that it got good reviews. I never really listened to it. I mean, his voice now is still pretty good, but it's different. It's, it's kind of yeah. warbly. Yeah. I but, saw uh, him live. Really? At Farm Aid, same place I saw Neil Young. Huh. Was it good? Yeah, he just did a few songs. Yeah. You know, those those festivals, they mm-hmm. only come out and do a handful of songs, but he was yeah. good. Um, his, I think his sons are also in the band. Really? I think so. Let's play a little of Stay All Night. I didn't realize that he was sort of pigeonholed as like a weepy country guy before this. This was like his... Like, yeah, that's what it's this weird is to his think Dylan of. Goes Electric type album. Yeah. I mean, he wanted to grow his hair long. I think that was a big thing. That he was. He, he's wanted, never gone back. <laughs> no, he's never. He's got nice pigtails now. Um, I like this song a lot. I love the whole. I, I'm going to listen to this album more. I probably listened to it 10 times. Yeah. This reminded me of. Well, Pat, you hate Bruce Springsteen, so you I probably do. wouldn't have heard hate this. Him. Scott, you just have no opinion, so. But Bruce Springsteen did an album of Pete Seeger covers called The Seeger Sessions. Okay. And there's a song called Old Dan Tucker, and it's very similar to this. Okay. Really like them both. This is kind of like a, a, a ditty where you want to like bounce around to. Yeah. Now, I f- when I listened to Bubbles in My Beer, I felt like... That's a cover. Oh, it is. Yeah. It made me sad. It made me miss dive bars. I mean... Yeah. Scott, not so much, but... You know I like to belly up to a dive bar. There's one right down the street that I've been yeah. to a number of times. Just watch those bubbles. The dirty glasses, you know, and that's why there are bubbles because the, they form on the side when you have a dirty glass. So it just made me a little nostalgic. And Yeah, 2020 is tough. 2020 is tough for the dive bar. But when you got the song, let me play bubbles. There was a Twitter account dedicated to dive bars. I was based, just based looking at it before you guys got here. Will Gordon, I think, tweeted about it. Yeah, yeah. He's been drinking a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like when but he does, tweet like... today was, like... Yeah, I don't th- shot like, when no one's looking? No. What? Oh. It, it was, like, 2 o'clock. He's like, yeah, I'm a little drunk, but, you know, I've been off since Wednesday. April. April 8th. Yeah. <laughs> I, I listened to a little Waylon Jennings, too. They mm-hmm. did an album together. I listened to that, and I... You really went all in. I did. I Well, I wrote in my notes... Um, Let's see. Da, da, da. My main concern with this is like, do I kind of like some country? Yeah, I think you do. Scott always that. says he likes all music except rap and country. Yeah, that's and, like the 18 year old stance. Yeah, that was 2002. Take. That's what <laughs> the <laughs> towers. Musically, <laughs> towers were still smoldering. Scott was on his high horse. That's how about, we could have stopped 9/11. Yeah, <laughs> play Scott a rap record. <laughs> um, yeah, so 2021 will be the year of outlaw country for me, but not the racist outlaw country. Yeah. I keep it's almost ha- saying alt country, which is, would be bad. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. Um, I wrote down Willie Nelson as an angelic voice. Mm-hmm. The story of Shotgun Willie is fun. Um, 
Did we? Did I read that it was written in a like a hotel bathroom or something? Like he wrote it very on fast. a sanitary napkin yes. envelope. Oh, oh no. Yep. They had those back then. Nineteen seventy three, Pat. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was more of like a suit back then. <laughs> no, not in the seventies. <laughs> Um, what did you so the KKK part that stuck with you? Yeah, uh, like it sticks out to me, but it, I didn't. It would be for me. I don't know the backstory. Maybe we can revisit it next week. But for that to be just like hundred percent the story. Well, that's the thing. No one really knows if it was written as like a sarcastic thing. But the guy who he's talking about, John T. Floor, mm-hmm. had a country store that was very famous for um, hosting country musicians. So Willie Nelson kind of became famous there. And he became friendly with this owner. And the owner was a businessman, quote, and was mm-hmm. in the sheet retail market and was selling sheets to the KKK. Yeah. But nobody knows. So, like, one thing I read was saying that Willie Nelson is making a commentary on how ridiculous it is that the KKK dressed in sheets at all. I That's what I thought. I mean, I don't know. For him to associate with a person that does that, this song was weird, by the way, but I'm sorry. For him to associate with a guy that's actively helping the KKK would be bad. That's why I thought it was kind of... Yeah, because he doesn't... He just seems like a decent guy. Yeah. I don't really know, but... I don't know. Scott, what do you think? Anti-KKK? That was my assumption, but I have no idea. I just meant you personally. <laughs> Again, same answer. <laughs> um, oh, boy. This song I thought was kind of sad there were a few love songs kind of yeah. I listened to this a couple times today listen to that voice something special there uh, I stuck around for a reason now what was your favorite track on the record probably stay all night mine was a song for you did he write that I think so I did That's, I liked that song that was that felt very different from the rest of the album yeah this sounded like it would be like a song in a, 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 a song for you sounded like it should be in a movie somewhere. Um, but I will play that. Well, I've been a lot of places Very sad. Leon Russell wrote it. Huh. I've sung a lot of songs and I made some bad Listen to that voice. Acted out in love and stages. It is sad. It is sad, yeah. I, uh, I'm definitely going to... Uh, oh, you wrote a comment about Paid in Full at the end. But, yeah, I think that this album, definitely a smash. Alt, con- alt Country. Song. Fucking Christ, why do I keep saying that? <laughs> Outlaw alt country. country. Alt Country is probably what you'd call country music nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, did you listen to the Karen O and I did. Nelson? Did you? I, yeah, I liked it. It's really good. I wanted to end the program with that tonight. Okay. So we'll play that at the end. Did he you sounds listen to a lot it? Different. I haven't heard it. Sounds very old. But he still sounds good. Now, I heard that Yeah, he does. He sounds great. Under Pressure. I love that song. Yeah. A lot of people don't like it. There's a big anti-Queen faction out there, which Queen is not a band that I have any opinion on, except that they're just annoying. That's an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like Queen. Yeah, I mean, I don't don't know. Brian May's a great guitarist, but I have no sad story. Find me somebody to love. It's a very powerful song. Yeah. Is it annoying to you? <laughs> I just anything that gets like there's a radio airplay threshold that I have. I don't yeah, know what it is. Yeah, if it's if it's too popular, you can't You're like out. it. I can't like it. 
Just to be like, a, yeah. We'll get into that next <laughs> next season when we reboot in 2021. All right, do you want? Scott, move? I'm surprised you like this. I'm pleasantly surprised. He's got a soft spot. I do. This isn't as raw as like Daniel Johnston stuff. Yeah. Um, I respond better to it. But the raincoat's also very raw. Yeah, but that's punk. Punk, punk. Punk's raw in general. Okay. Do you, like Hank Williams, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know any Hank Williams songs. You're missing out. Let me play this Waylon Jennings song. Okay. That this is. I've been obsessed with this song by Willie. Um, How often do you listen to country, Emily? Mostly classic country from like 1975 and earlier, I would say. Um, and, you know, I just, it's in a rotation on okay. my Spotify. Now, Dolly Parton, Johnny Cash. Yeah. I've never been a Johnny Cash guy at all. No? Mm-mm. Yeah, me either. Uh, you could call me Johnny Debit Card because I never listen to Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This song. Do you know this song? Now, this is Waylon Jennings. This track is called Are You Sure Hank Done It This Way? Listen to this voice, Scott, who has never heard Waylon Jennings. I did listen to him after you mentioned oh. it the other day. I mean, yeah. does it get any better than that? It, it's one of the greats. Yeah. I wouldn't now, say it's the best, but it's definitely one of the greats. What, what is, I want to know what the song, like what, what has Hank Williams done that I would know? Probably his most famous song is Hey Good Looking. Okay. I feel like that as a person and a music fan, my next thing to conquer and become a complete dick about would be Outlaw Country. Okay. Hank Maybe. Williams isn't Outlaw Country. Though. Really? Okay. He's I don't too think old. So. What yeah. about Hank 2? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. What about Hank 3? <laughs> no, there is a Hank 3. Yeah, too. I don't know. I don't You're, know. Some of that stuff's a little, I don't know, like country metal. It's very bad. This. I went down a, a Waylon Jennings rabbit hole where, because, I mean, there's a podcast, Cocaine and Rhinestone. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of that? No, but I, that's a common, like, I think I'll never listen to it. That's our direct competition, to be honest. <laughs> okay. I'll never listen. We're never going to live up. There was a funny thing someone played. It was like a guy doing podcast voice, and the clip they used was from that show where it was just someone reading a part of something on their podcast that they had written out, and it sounded very stiff. And I think you can tell by our podcast that there's nothing stiff about this. <laughs> this is very loose. That could go in a lot of directions. Yeah. No, Play we're flaccid. Yeah. <laughs> Play is, Hank Williams and see right, if you know it. it. It's going to be a very different sound than what you're thinking of. He it's died in 1953. Like so. Hank Williams. Hank Williams died in 53? Yeah. Jeez. So what's that shirt you wore the other day? My friend Chris Brown made me that a oh. long time ago. Not the singer, not the, not the hip-hop artist. This is a little too far for old Patty, I think. But I think this is probably his most famous song. So if you haven't heard this, you probably haven't heard him. Okay. Unless he's been in a movie that I'm not aware of. Because you watch a lot of movies. I try. I watched a little bit of The Beach last night. Leo? I love wow. that movie. Throwback. 2000. I don't think I ever saw it. It's good. Danny Boyle. Yeah. You never saw The Beach? No. Well, it's a very Dudes Rock movie. Is it? Yes. Probably uh, Young Leo. You know who's in it? Oh dudes my God. love it. Um, Peep Show, The Boss, The Black Boss. Yeah? He's in it. I love him. He's he's such a great actor. Tilda Swinton, right? Tilda Swinton's in it. And she's like a sex symbol. Yeah. Because 
I found that to be interesting since she's not one now. Wow. <laughs> Oof. Well, I don't, I mean, she plays up like a masculine aspect. I her. think she is one of those people She's who's very, fluid. like, striking. Yeah. Like a, a Benedict Cumberbatch. Is I that say Benedict Arnold. No, like, those <laughs> like, are two yeah. people like, in my mind that, like, they're very striking. Like, the camera loves them. There's something about their bone structure and their yeah. eyes. But if you saw them in person, it would be like... Like a Princess die type. Mm, no. Okay. Well, I think it's funny that... In, in, you mentioned two movies. Benedict Cumberbatch, he's Doctor Strange, right? He is. And then Tilda Swinton played an Asian person. In Doctor Strange. In Doctor Strange. We don't like that. That's not good. That is not dude's rock. <laughs> Emily uh, will get there in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. You can skip Doctor Strange. She can't. I won't allow it. Okay. <laughs> she got to skip the Hulk. That was it. I'll, I'll watch the Hulk. Which Hulk eventually. did you skip? Edward Norton. Okay. Interesting. I, I do like this. I, I want to get into Waylon. Um, this isn't my favorite Hank Williams song. This is just what I'm saying. If you had heard a song, it would be this one. It's going to be tough to get to paid in like the the stopping on a dime to paid in full is going to be interesting. I think a good transition song would be NWA Automobile. I feel like uh, having listened to that this week, it has very like country Okay. What song? Elements. What, Automobile. What, what artist? NWA. Spell that out for me. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> some consent issues in the very beginning oh of this song, but yeah, you know, different All times. Right. So let's do. You, does anyone want to take a little quick break? Yeah. Let's take a quick break. To the movies and shit, man. We kissing and grinding and shit. So we hop in the back seat, you know, man. This bitch rubbing all of my dick. We're back. Give me the pussy, man. Jesus. Three words, man. Stop, no, and don't. I've never heard this. If you if you listen to it, you can sort of like tie in the outlaw country elements. Honky tonk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if uh, Easy E. Listen to uh He might have. It I guess it's possible. He's a pretty smart dude. Yeah. Was he? Did you watch the movie? Came out a few years ago? Yeah, it was by them. Like they're not gonna make him like an idiot. Yeah, but it was good. Could have ended about an hour earlier. Okay. I dig this. This is a good uh precursor. Precursor? Pre. Pre Jesus Christ. I never know if I should correct you or not. Don't never correct me. I stopped correcting you because it's the first few episodes we did. I corrected you too much. I think people like people don't like me. I'm the PC. PC police podcast. Maybe we should make some sound effect. I actually had the soundboard all fitted out. I'm like, this is no. I I I don't. I didn't want to have. You did though. You really did. I did. (laughs) My dream is to be like a morning zoo radio host. It really is. Prank. You try and suppress it, but it just keeps. I love announcing songs. All right, what's the name of the album we did? Let's Scott pick this record. Mm-hmm. Or well, I think it was, you it was collaborative. Yeah, it was collaborative between the two of you. Um, I've wanted to do some Eric B and Rakim listening for ten years. I now. think we both wanted a reason to listen to it. So this is Paid in Full, their first album. Eric, not quite ready. Nineteen eighty six. Now. I didn't find a lot about this album online. I read a Pitchfork review where they gave it a 7.9, but that was the re-release. Okay. Um, I'm not going to start with track one. Start with track two. Eric B. is on the cut. <laughs> Emily, go first. 
What were your thoughts on this record? My thoughts were I was shocked that I had never heard of it before. Okay. Because so many songs have like sampled this album Mm -hmm. and based on everything I've read about them they were so important to the hip-hop scene and I'm not even that into hip-hop but I feel like I know the big names and I've never heard of them I know the big names Notorious (laughs) B.I.G. Big Pun Big Pun (laughs) So you never heard Country You you hadn't even heard of No So last week you guys were pronouncing it Rakeem. Yes. And I have heard of Rakeem, who's a different artist, so I thought I had heard, but uh, it's I don't know even know if entirely. I know the difference. Huh. He has two E's in his name. Yeah. Okay. Well um, but yeah, never heard of him. I don't know. I I appreciate it for what it is, but I can't say that I like particularly liked it. It was it was fine. It wasn't like bad to listen to. Okay. Scott, what did you think? I really liked three or four tracks okay and then this album i kind of called it bad cat too much scratching <laughs> a lot of scratching get off that but furniture. i think this was i think that was new yeah back so, then. so that's the thing yeah is if no one's really done it before yeah then yeah but i don't need a six minute track of it so that means you're not gonna like my comment scratching needs to come back i liked it so, like, Run the Jewels pumps out a 10-track album, yep. 42 minutes. No filler. No filler. All killer. And they just bless... I, I like that a lot. The, these tracks where they just... You like all the scratching? I like it on this, but you can skip it. I mean, if you don't like it. Yeah. This isn't really a track. But, uh, the, but there's four of them that right. are like this. this yeah. Yeah. I, I like... As a historical document... Yeah. I appreciated the record. Same. I think there's one standout track on it, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know if we all have the same one. I don't think so. The title track was what I was... Okay. This is my favorite track. I mean, this is pretty good. I think this is a fucking jam. And Move move the Crowd, (laughs) that song... So I had to do some research on what MC means in hip-hop because I didn't really know. I didn't understand. I thought it meant Master of Ceremonies. That is the literal okay. meaning I thought it just it. meant the main guy. Yeah, so the MC typically was the like the hype man. Yeah. So like the best uh, definition I found was that when you're talking about Public Enemy, Flava Flav was the MC and Chuck D was the rapper. Because he's the one kind of like getting the crowd excited. But Rakim was the first guy who like took over both roles. Okay. And was the rapper and the MC and the song Move the Crowd MC was his like interpretation of that okay which I thought was really interesting uh my melody I think is the standout track yeah I know you like that one the most I really like this I love the horns uh like this scratching that this is the time to use it I just don't yeah. need the whole track this track was what made me make well, that intro like okay. I was like I want to do I mean it's it was, I wanted to take one of the, uh, the I was originally going to take like instrumental rap tracks and cut chunks out but I got to I, had, I didn't have time and uh, I kept thinking of these things in the shower and then I'd get out and forget a lot of shower thought I do shower's I take, a good time to think definitely is Scott where do you do your thinking not in the shower okay <laughs> is that where you do your thinking it's where a lot of my good ideas come to me in the shower yeah I like to talk to myself in the shower like out loud oh yeah I like to kind of do talk therapy to myself. How's that work? I just, um, I think it works out. Yeah. I just like talking. You do. I I do like talking. You love talking. I do. 
So Rakim wrote all these raps in like an hour. Really? That's what the wiki said. And then he went in and he read the raps off of like his cheat. Okay. He didn't know him yet. Yeah. And so when they ask him about it, he's like, I can hear myself reading it. Ah. And it's not so much that it sounds bad as it's just not as tight as some of his other stuff. And I didn't get to their other albums. But that's his way. Is what so I listened to a couple podcasts with him and wow. they were talking about um, like freestyling versus his style of rapping. Okay. And he was like, you know, I can freestyle but it's not gonna be good. He's like, I'm a writer, so I have to write it out, read it to myself, read it back to myself, read it out loud. He's like, I never memorize anything. It's all I'm reading it all off the page. I really like his style. Yeah, I would imagine that someone who's as verbose and sort of dexterous, like a Kendrick Lamar, yep. he is probably writes out his raps. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, I have no problem with that style. Uh, for me, when I listen to this, I tried to find the thread to like the hip hop I like nowadays. Like, where does that kind of? And I don't listen to, I think, a lot of New York hip hop. I'm more of a West Coast guy, Kendrick, Vince yeah. Staples. Then you got RTJ, which is New York, but it's also Atlanta. by way of Atlanta. Um, so I, I think that this probably has the most pretty similar, in a way, to probably RTJ to me. Yeah, it's definitely feels like the base of it. But what is it called when you rhyme not on the end word, but... Oh, are we gonna. What'd you say? <laughs> end. The end oh, word. Okay. The ending of a sentence. Um, <laughs> this is a risky episode. There's a term for it, but he was the first, like, hip hop artist to do that. Yeah, I saw that term. I didn't. I hadn't heard it I before. I think that's how like Jay Z raps, right? I don't know. I hope. Yeah, I think only Jay-Z... white people listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Jay Z. I think a lot of people are influenced by him. What is her color? Holy shit! Hold on. This is CNN. Red. Not her. Not her. Damn it. That's never a she question you want to ask. orange. <laughs> I got to see. Well, there was some filler, but this is only 10 tracks. So the scratching and stuff, I mean, this is a six-minute track. Uh, Eric B. is my president. That's another six-minute track. Let's play Move the Crowd. Move the Crowd. Sorry. I See, like, you hear this. Internal rhyming. Okay. To me, this sounds very like, you know, I went to the bathroom today to brush my teeth, everyone should say. Like, <laughs> I thought in the shower. Now I have I'm power. in the shower. <laughs> there he is. Big Joe Biden. Yeah, this is good. This is like Fresh Prince, reminds me. Yeah. A lot of his songs remind me of Fresh Prince. It's cool that I guess you can listen to this and know. People aren't just going to like throw this on nowadays, I don't think. I no, they would. I think some people would. I don't know. It's I, very. It reminds me of like very '80s soundtrack. Like I can like, see this playing in like. Uh oh, Grandma's doing karaoke. Mm, and then she no, like, no, no, look, no, no, look, no. look, look, look. She's very orange. I think it might be the color off on my TV. It's too orange. No, like you're watching it like a. 80s B movie and oh. and people are like walking into a bar and this song is playing and I can see I'm gonna save that that sounds like a pretty cool scene let's, let's uh, start the screenplay tonight <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah bubbles in my beer would play too yeah. now did you check out any other Eric B I didn't no 
No. I, I read that like this isn't even. I, I don't know how we got this like stuck in our craw that this was something we needed to listen to. I think Ranny Jazzyelli had always mentioned them. Um, a lot of the, a lot of baseball writers. That's not a good sign. I know. <laughs> I know. Baseball writers love Bruce Springsteen. They love. I read that they love this band Proto Martyr. Have you ever heard them before? Have no. you ever heard them? No. That's what we were listening to when you guys came in. Okay. It's, it's all baseball writers listen to the it, same music. Yeah, Jason they Isbell. Really yeah. Jason Isbell is a big one. Do you yeah, like Jason I've Isbell? I've heard of him. I've never really listened to him. He's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but all baseball writers love Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Rainey's a dermatologist though, and a baseball. He doesn't write about baseball anymore. Just the Royals. Basically, time to time. yeah. The Ringer. I just I, it's bizarre that they were so famous and so influential, and none of these songs are like carried over. Yeah. Like some of their contemporaries did, their songs carried over. Yeah, but over like you said, they do get sampled a lot. There's yeah. a lot of lines. That pump up the volume. Yeah. When I heard him say that, I was like, wow, this is him. Pump I, up the volume. I listened to "Damn" from Kendrick, and that's a pretty close to perfect record. And I've been reading Clean Hands by Patrick Hoffman, so he put some cool hip-hop references in there. Yeah. Writes one of the scenes, uh, Some one of the characters listening to Bobby Shmurda. Do you know Bobby Shmurda? No. Do you know Bobby Shmurda? I've heard of him. Let's listen to a little Bobby Shmurda. So as soon as I saw that written, I said, all right, that's what we're going to listen to. And... Explain the little story about that line that he wrote that you thought was a despot line. Uh, there's a large Jewish, Russian Jew, who resells stolen iPhones. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> what are you going to say? No, no, no. And he just, uh, he likes rap. So he's this guy and he just kind of sings rap to himself. And there's a rapper called Despot who's from New York. And he has a house call, a song called House of Bricks, which is really good. Um, but he's never released an album. And the lyrics to the song that this big Russian Jew is singing to himself really almost match up perfectly with this very random song. That again, it's not on the album. The song that we're listening to now? No. Oh. Actually, we can bust some House of Bricks after. Okay. Um, but so like, I was reading it when I was supposed to be watching my kid playing baseball. And I googled just like the lyrics because I figured he had to be quoting something. And did it like House jog of Bricks, the memory? House of no. Well, I'd listen to that song every other year, maybe since okay. we saw him. Um, but I googled what the lyrics were in the book, and that song is the first thing that popped up. And it didn't match up perfectly, but I figured, all right. So I twittered the guy. I I messaged him. I was like, Are you, did you use this song? Is this what you got it from? The author? Yeah. Okay. And he only has like 500 followers. Like he's not so. He's kind of funny. Like he gets back to me and he says something like, "No, I've never heard that song, but Sounds I love cool, that though. video." Scott, you're really making a name for yourself on Twitter I'm these days. I'm getting out there. I'm getting out there. Me and, me and Hoffman are tight. <laughs> I, I think it's weird to be an author that I would have thought he would be bigger. He's not a very famous author. That's no. kind of stunning. No. I wouldn't have read his books if he wasn't. I wish I had known. <laughs> oh, so he's too low on the popularity scale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With authors, but, it's different from but like that. Dan Brown, too popular? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I tolerate Stephen King. Uh, now... <laughs> <laughs> this weekend, I'm gonna. Uh, this is the song that was in the. Hot no, book? let me play that, and then I want to pull something up. What's the name of the song? House of Bricks. Uh, did you see there was a 2002 movie called Paid in Full? Mm-mm. And it's really just named after the album, even though it has nothing to do with the band, What's the it group. About? I don't know. Cameron and Kai Pfeiffer are in it. 
they do some stuff. I like this song a lot. So he opened for Run the Jewels the first time Pat and I saw them. Oh. And he came out and he played all his music off. Like he didn't have a DJ. He just had his iPod, plugged it in. It was pretty cool. And then he just rapped over his own stuff. All right, so six years ago today was that concert. Oh, shit. Six oh, today. Oh, you got the... Yeah. Let's little Facebook mem. Look at this. Five years ago today, Tree. Wow, so today... Well, we should have been at a show tonight, <laughs> I huh? I know. This was... I was thinking about... So we saw RTJ six years ago at the Paradise, and then five years ago we saw... Uh, Tree. Is that the beer release show? That was the beer release show. I'm wearing a terrible outfit in this picture. River broke his foot. The singer. He no, broke he broke his, his wrist. His wrist. I'm yeah. sorry. On stage, like while he was jumping around, because he's 65 years yeah. old. <laughs> yeah, he was drunk. He had a beer named after him. Uh, and so then he's just the like band. holding his hand, and he's sad the rest of the show. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was not good. good. It was bad. It would be pretty not good to begin with. He also so opened. <laughs> he also opened the show with his like newer band, and they sucked. Not and didn't surprised. never been caught. Play yeah, they were there with too. Brian Hinckley's band, they were actually good, but it was like just a weird night. And that's when I realized we can't do that anymore. But we did see Tree like four years ago, three years ago. They only played three songs though. Uh, this concert was the beer release. And this I has me- been the Tree reference for this week. Yeah. Now at this show, God it was at the <laughs> is at the Sinclair, and they had a deal which you don't see this in Massachusetts very often uh, the, the boiler maker on the menu yeah why do you remember I doing the boiler that up I just looked that up for some reason I don't it, know it must have been in a book I read yeah have you did you do the boiler maker do you remember it no I don't think I did that it was night. it's just a shot and a beer baby so it was like six bucks or something yeah it's like you don't I, no it, it was on Thor that's why I looked oh because uh, the <laughs> yes. old guy yes okay Elsa wants it yeah. What were you what wait, what were you saying it for? The Boilermaker was on Thor, and I, I had googled oh. it because I didn't know what it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you watch season two of The Wire with the Polish people, they love their Boilermakers. Right in the morning. Right, right in the morning. The uh, they had a Boilermaker, so shot in a beer, and it was probably a craft. It might have been ad. Any, and I remember I did this shot. I don't know why I did it, and it went, it went down, came back up, through my nose, Oof. and it. I was in. Do you remember me? complaining the whole time it it happens often <laughs> I, something will happen like i don't know scott will break one of my teeth and then i'll be like oh oh this is and he's like stop complaining that's only that's only the comedy shows <laughs> it's only happened once but that was uh <laughs> quite the downer to have a broken tooth still holding strong though will gordon loves a boiler maker i i don't know the last time i did a boiler maker before never that. for me I mean, never? You want to no. do one right now? No. We can do Dan's podcast. Emily does a Boilermaker. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at, okay, we're making pretty good time. Let's, I don't really know what else to say about, I mean, I'm glad I listened to it. I just, it was a, I missed it. Yeah, I, I liked it. it. I'll, I'll probably try to listen to the other stuff. They only have three other records. Yeah, I, I think what you can say is that we knew, I think I knew these would be good. I knew I would enjoy them. Yeah, and I and I did. And I'm surprised I, that both of you liked Willie Nelson, honestly. I I don't he, know why. Because he to me he seems like a punchline in a way, to like yeah I don't know a meme. He's very memeable. The weed thing I hate. I hate when weed is your personality, but this record proved that it's not his personality. 
Right. Um, I'm not surprised Scott liked it. I think he Scott appreciates you know Scott better than I do when it comes to music. I I think that me and Scott having similar tastes in music is kind of like a relatively new thing. No, way off. Well, this was the impetus for your friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you were 15 or 16. Well, I think now it's so easy to share music. You can get like a, I can just be like, check this out. And he'll listen to it and the opinion's made. Yeah. Boom. Uh, but I'm not surprised he, he liked it. I, I think it's a document that's worth listening to. I would probably, if I was going to, someone said I want to get into country, I would say listen to this album. Would, yeah, that's probably fair. I'm uh, not going to listen to it a lot going forward. I put it on for me and Sarah when we were cooking. The duck? She, uh, no, it was for Thanksgiving. Okay. Make a little mac and cheese. Generally a turkey-based holiday. It is a turkey-based holiday. I made duck last week. Turkey-basted? Oh, basted. Sorry, keep going. The duck was phenomenal. Did I show? I showed you the pic. Yeah, it looked really good. I didn't get the picture. The I, cranberry I compote. Meat, really. Is that what it was? Uh, cherry compote. Cherry compote. It was very good. I made my famous cornbread stuffing. You, you just scrounged up Thank some 1950s, <laughs> 1950s dishware. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you, corn. Thank you, corn. How was your Thanksgiving? The soundboard's here by next week, Emily. We're screwed. <laughs> we got we got a little time where we can bullshit a little. No, uh, we don't, we've already done that. Let's let's figure out what we're doing next week okay. and we'll wrap it up. All right. Um, hmm. Do you want to do another juxtaposition like that? juxtaposed to different genres i thought it worked out pretty well plus i I did want to say i thought both albums kind of had some similar um effects on each of their genres yeah definitely i thought they both played that way like when you read the wikipedia when you looked at the history of the albums and kind of where it it set each of these guys off into it was very similar even though completely different genres Mm. yeah i i found that to me current hip-hop the road to paid in full, I think, is a long and windy one. I don't really see a lot of similarities. And I'm probably wrong, but liking hip-hop is, like, relatively new for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting into it. So I'm probably mistaken. Maybe if somebody wants to email us and say, hey, here's where today's hip-hop kind of can be traced back to that. No one's going to do that. I know. But if you listen to, like, I know According to Shay Serrano... You wouldn't have any of today's hip hop without. I completely. This album. I agree, but I just I'm not knowledgeable enough to find that. But I will say that one of the podcasts that I listened to with Rakem, he was saying that he like today's hip hop is completely over his head, and See, he, I think he thinks the- Kendrick Lamar is like the one true. He he named someone else too that I can't remember right now, but like they're like the true hip hop artists of today. Hmm. In his mind. Yeah. Well, that's kind of an old man thing to say. There yeah, is and good he hi- admitted that, that it was just like... People are... I think he, he was probably he referring ad, to... more ad-libbing than hip He probably was referring to mumble rap, which I don't listen to. I don't love... Some of it's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been listening to... Uh, what? It, I get like Lil Uzi Vert. I mean, it, it's... I guess I'm getting old. It's probably not for me. We are old. We are old. Mm-hmm. All right. So what? What are we shooting for? I think we need to do this off mic. We don't. We have Re- no, really? no grounds uh, for any well, of it. Well, I, I think. All right. Well, we don't have to uh, decide. But what we can do is maybe put in the episode description what we're doing. Yeah. Um. But all right. Well, I guess we can wrap it up. 
thanks everybody for listening. I hope. Oh, you- I do have one. Thing oh, hit me. A side note to add. Can we talk about how Rolling Stone is the absolute worst website? Oh, it just got With bad. That fucking five hundred huh. list thing, or no? No, we have I, to log in for all the articles. Not even that. I went on to look for paid in full, and they had an article on it, and I couldn't even read it because of so many ads. Hmm. Well, I they, get it. We're in like, tough times, but they sold out a couple years ago. I always thought that Steppenwall going there was right. like yeah. a really weird move. I never got it. It's Rolling Stone. It's prestigious. Right. I get it. You write about TV. And you, but you're like word of mouth and ease of reading your articles was the thing. Uproxx was perfect for them. Yeah. I, I'm with you, pal. It really cheesed me off. It's very frustrating. I don't even, every time I Google something and I see Rolling Stone is one of the first results. Skip it. I used to uh, yeah, be a big Rolling even... Stone head back in the day. It's gotten bad. Yeah. All right. All right. That's my end rant. We'll wrap it up. Uh, fuck Rolling Stone. Fuck Rolling Stone. <laughs> They've worthless. We didn't hit the post. I wanted to get it all in before the vocals kicked in. But anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed everything, and uh, we'll see you in a week. You guys can say bye. Farewell. Bye.